Hello and welcome to the Cisco Technology Podcast. It's me, Justin Mullen, and uh, today I am not joined by Joachim. I stop laughing. You can't laugh already. Right, I'm joined by. I'm not joined by Joachim. I'm not joined by Mark Jackson or any of the other contributors. I got another. I got another uh, co-host today, Rachel, uh, who I will introduce in a second. But today we're talking about back to business, which is all about coming back to work after a long absence. So. Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself? What's your name? Where do you come from? <laughs> Thank you very much, Justin. So, yes, I'm not your Kim. Um, and I know he does like to talk, so I can obviously do a bit of that oh, myself. Oh, he's terrible on this. He is, he is. He always goes over his, uh, over his slot. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, my name is Rachel Jackson. I have been in Cisco for about 13 years. Um, but I have been, um, as part of that, I've had two breaks from maternity, which is kind of why I've got involved in Back to Business. So let me explain a little bit about Back to Business. But what we do, it's all about thinking when people have had a major life transition and they've come back into the business. Now that could be for a variety of reasons. That could be for ill health, it could be for a bereavement. Um, But today's topic is more focused on parenting, maternity and paternity leave. So um, before I get too much into Back to Business, I'm just going to uh, introduce a couple of the people that are here with me. Um, so we've got John and we've got Polly. So John, do you want to just introduce yourself and a little bit about you and where you sit within Cisco? Yeah, hello. So my name is John Parker. Um, I work in the software team at Cisco UK and I. Uh, like you, Rachel, I've been here 13 years and also like you, I've come back on two paternity leaves. Uh, I've got a little girl, four-year-old girl and a five-month-old boy. Thank you. Hi. I'm Polly. Thank you. So my name's Polly Adams. I also have been here nearly 13 <laughs> years, which is a bit strange. Oh, very old. It was obviously a good time. Yeah, anyway, Polly, back to you. Yeah, yeah. so um, I sit within the services organisation, so I lead the services sales team for the UK and Ireland. And um, I've also had two um, breaks from work uh, for maternity leave. Um, I have two boys, Finlay and Leo. They are four and one. Um, so I have a bit of experience in terms of coming back into the business after uh, a, year's out, a year out of the business. I've asked John and Polly to join us because I wanted to really have an opportunity to understand a little bit about their experiences. How does it feel to come back? How do you manage to balance and coordinate you know, life with a family? Because it's really quite tough. We work in a really busy environment, as we all know, with lots and lots of challenges. So how do we do that transition? Uh, and Cisco is really focused on, on trying to do this and trying to improve it for people. And that's for lots of reasons, including you know, ensuring that we have a more diverse workforce Force and that people feel you know confident and have the ability to thrive within our organization so just to paint a little bit more of a picture so back to business is is what we call uh, an employee resource group within Cisco um, so there's a number of people that work on it it's all kind of on a, on a best efforts part-time basis but what we've built is first of all a platform but there is a whole community that you can access as a returner um, and that enables you to have Um, peer-to-peer conversations that are all in confidence about whatever that may be and we have numerous messages that come through at 11 o'clock at night about my children so this is more of a self-help i don't know it's a self-help group but it is like a a a a more of a from the ground up really yeah i think what we're trying to do is just make it really inclusive so we've got an opportunity for people without it being a formal process but you've got an opportunity outside of your manager outside of your team just to really feel like there's other people that are having the same sort of experiences as you they they understand your story and they can offer some advice some tips and just be there to say do you know what it's really hard but it's okay you're not doing this on your own there's other people that have kind of been through and, it. and that's been created by 
people like yes, people like yourself then. Yes, it's, absolutely. It's, oh wow! There was a brilliant lady called Raya who um, kind of first had the concept, um, and then she's kicked this off, and we've all kind of started to work within our own locations and build out back to business as a as a kind of uh, so, as an initiative and as a, as a platform. So is this just UK, or is this all? No, so we've done so that, like I said, there's like nine chapters now, which we refer to it. So the UK is a chapter, um, and then Australia was the most recent one to um, to go live. And we we had a big um, global meeting last month. So all the leaders from all the different communities came together, um, and we sat and talked about what we're trying to do as a as a community. What would we like to get funded? What other sort of resources would we like to build in in FY20, and what would be really useful? So Rachel, do you lead the UK and I chapter? I then? do. Yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely. So and that's that's been great, and it just felt really important to me after coming back the second time from maternity to really get involved because. Um, um, I had, you know, mixed experiences of coming back. It is difficult. You're coming back into a, you know, a busy role after having, after having children, and it's really trying to understand how can we make it different, better, uh, and more inclusive for our. Was, was there something different on the second time? Do you know what I think the the really critical part, and, and Polly John, you know, do comment, but I think your leaders and your manager make a huge difference to the experience that you have, um, and I think I was definitely in a different uh, leadership structure the first time I came back Um, and I also felt like I didn't know exactly what I needed from that manager whereas the second time because you'd been through it I think you were more comfortable to ask for what was required sort of set some expectations in a different way Um, but certainly your line manager makes a really critical difference so I would ask any leaders that are listening to this really think about your role in people's return to work how are you supporting and coaching? What do you understand uh, in terms of what that, that employee has been through? Um, and how can you help them make it an easier journey? Okay, brilliant. What, what do you guys think? How was your experiences? Yeah, I think for me, they were both very different. So that the first time I came back, I actually started a new job in a new quarter with a new team. And we had an all hands, a company wide team meeting. And that was like, this is weird. Do you know what I mean? I'm coming back after two weeks. Um, you, you're sort of answering all these live questions. I just want to be at home with my new little best mate. Um, so that was strange. I think the second time around, I was more prepared for it because you, you just are, right? You, you've gone through it and you've got more practice and so on. Whilst it's harder with having two children, you know, you've gone through a lot. Um, and actually for me, both managers, and I had separate managers, um, were really good. I think the thing that was most important to me was knowing people that are somewhat trailblazers. So people that had children that were a little bit older, and you, you know they've, they've been through the drill, so they've handled the childcare, or they've handled um, you know, the inordinate amount of sick days that our children have. And all yeah. I thought you were going to say the inordinate amount of sick you have to clear up. Well, that, that too, right? Yeah, yeah, it all goes Getting on. Getting to work without sick on you is a, is a real ch- achievement in the early days. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, for me, it was always about, for something that is so normal, right? We've all been children. Everybody's having children. For you, when you have your first child, it is so abnormal, right? Mm. It's absolutely crazy. So... Um, and, and you get through it, but I think I think having people to lean on is a good thing. Mm. Great. Yeah. yeah, I think similar. I think um, first time coming back, um, to your point, Rachel, you don't know what you need. You don't know how you're going to feel before you go on leave mm. um, once you have a, a new family. So um, coming back, it, you know, I remember being asked, um, you know, ahead of time, what do you think 
what role do you think you want to come back to you know and and it's so hard to guess and and for me I took a year both times and a year is a really really long time um, yeah. absolutely and the company shifts an awful lot in a year we move so fast we forget how much can change in a year mm. so both times coming back um it's about um how people around you having that awareness that things yeah. really have moved on in a year and it takes a while to get yourself back up to speed with where the company is a year from when you left it mm. um, and I think sometimes people forget they almost speak to a, you like they're continuing a conversation they had with you but you weren't there last week <laughs> and you kind of but need- even being away for, if I said to anybody said right you're going to stop work for a year and then come back again mm. people would think that was a massive thing yeah, yeah. and then throwing in the, the, the reality of life of children and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's, the it's adage is that, you know, as massive. five minutes of being back in a company, your manager's forgotten that you've taken 12 months off or whatever period of time. And like yeah. you say, that they still have the conversation. And you, so you're dealing with the newness, the new normal or the, the new reality of having children. And you're like, my whole life has just changed. My whole family's just changed. My whole priorities. And then you walk back into work and everyone carries on as if you were in last week's team meeting and know that we now use WebEx teams instead of, jabber and we're now we you know this meeting's changed or this executive's changed so I think that's a really huge part of it and we, we've done some work at Back to Business we've just launched something called the Decree Pathway um, which the Indian team have led but it's about how do you pull together those kind of training materials and resources so you can quickly use things like uh, you know content from um, different events and different summits so you can get yourself back up to speed and, and kind of condense that. So like, a, like a crash course learning yeah, type absolutely, thing. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because re-assimilating yourself, you kind of need to understand what's going on, otherwise you just feel like the outsider all the time. So how do you kind of get your mindset back into it? But you have to condense all of that. Into it, it feels like, I just want to think about it, we have new hire training. It feels like you need to go on new hire training yeah. again. It is a little bit like that, and I think I think... At first, the way I would describe it is for the first few months, my head felt muddled, and it's because of the rate at which you're trying to absorb information um, and and adjust to life back in the corporate world and manage that in addition to your family commitments and requirements. So, and then you kind of get to a period of time where that you, you kind of feel that lift and you you kind of feel like you've got your confidence back and you've got clarity on what you're doing um, and you're backing. A bit more control mm-hmm. um, but that can take a while and and um, what I what I found is actually the first few weeks can be okay because you're still kind of out of the work bubble and actually it's maybe sort of two or three months into it where you can start to struggle and I think as leaders and as people that have that awareness in your team that it's really kind of a few months in that the people that have returned for work would probably need you to kind of reach out and check that they're doing all right and and understand what they might need yeah Yeah, and from a personal experience I've got a a lady my team come back and and I was just saying to Rachel while we were prepping uh, was it was okay when she first came back because I was really hyper aware of it. And then um, she had support from family. And then the family went uh, went back to their own That's lives. Happens, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got. <laughs> and then I was like, and then you literally realize that, oh, right, you can see that happening. So while you were saying that, I was replaying that back in my mind ago. And it's not just the first bit. It's it's yeah. sort of that you need that sort of three months in. That, that yeah. feeling, I think that's a really positive, sorry, I was just thinking, 
you know, when you come back again as a manager or as a leader in your team, you know, talking to that person about, you know, there is like, what's the sort of, how are you going to manage the first week? How are you going to manage the first month? But how does that first month, three months, six months look to you? Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, you've got some ways that you can, you know, check on progress. Is, are people feeling like they're getting back into it? What do you need to tweak? Are they ready to ramp up their career? Because some people are, but some people need a bit more time just to get their head around it. And as you said, Polly, or is it you, John, sorry, but like when they go back, they're always ill. So you get that first month when you're like, whoa, I've got all this sorted, the childcare works, everything kind of works, I know what I'm doing. And then the kids are ill. And then it's kind of like, how do you manage it? You get behind on work, you have to work. You know, everything kind of gets thrown out. And I think that's really, really tough. Yeah, I think it's good to have that that wider network again, isn't it? Because, you know, as a line manager, Justin, you need to be aware of it and, Mm. and more managers should be. But actually, that individual manager might not have kids or, or their kids might be grown up, right? So their experience versus the world today is completely different. And, and you know, I think from what you're doing with Back to Business, if there's just a network of, well, that person's not in my team, but actually he or she has got a newborn, mm-hmm. you know, then you're sharing experiences and, you know, good, bad and indifferent, right? Yeah. So yeah, The reality is you have bad days. Yeah. without a doubt and it's and they and they always surprise you they're not when you think they're going to be they're not the the day they're unpredictable they're always it that a way end though, aren't yeah. they? Well, no no you <laughs> predict the quarter end's going to be hard it's the days that take you by surprise where yeah. the children are ill or your childcare falls through and whatever that that is that's when you struggle and you will, in my experience you'll have multiple times where you have this feeling of i can't do this i just it's just too hard it's it's just i can't make this work yeah. and when you get to that place where you're kind of thinking I have to make a decision you're always going to pick family um, that's that's the reality so you will have days where you think I, I, I'm, I can't do this I'm going to have to leave mm. and then you have to talk yourself around that um, but it's just being cognizant that you're going to have days where you feel that way and that isn't necessarily how you're always going to feel yeah. and having that network when you're having a bad day to reach out to and say I'm struggling just help me get some sense of perspective here mm. really helps. And I've had a couple of people, Rach, you're one of them, and I have a few people in my network within the company where I can go to them and say, ah, and then they, you know, you have a conversation, have a quick coffee, um, and, and it doesn't take much to sort of reset yourself, and then you're, you're, you're back in the game, so to yeah. speak. Um, but I think that network's so important for the yeah. bad days. Yeah. So a couple of things, I suppose, on that, and I think that's brought a couple of really good points one disasters do happen childcare, those sorts of things um, and just to just to make people aware as part of back to business one of our really good business partners is the bright horizons who obviously provide the nursery service at cisco um, but they do do emergency backup childcare um as well so you can reach out to that as a service and you get 10 days of that as part of the benefits package within cisco but that's just in cisco isn't it so some absolutely people, so yeah. yeah just within cisco um, so we do have that as an additional service they also do adult care backup adult care so obviously people again you know have time out of work for different reasons a lot of that um is you know caring for elderly relatives those sorts of things as well um, and they do offer those types of services just to make people aware and a lot of people aren't aware of that the other point I was just going to make, Polly, and I think is a really big part of this, is that kind of well-used term, but sort of self-care, that you need to look after yourself in this process. People say, you know, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on before you can help other people. And I think coming back to work as a mum, as a parent, is a really good time for that. If you're not, you know getting enough sleep you're not eating properly you're not getting any exercise you're not getting just five minutes to yourself just to have a kind of deep breath and, and think about where you're at 
you can't manage the, yeah the, but you the can't look after if you're not you looking after cope. yourself you can't look after your, totally. your children properly as well isn't it because you I mean you could, people listening might know about the work I've done with mental well-being but it is those things you've called out is eat well sleep well alcohol and moderation exercise and talking to people mm-hmm. you mean if you're looking after take that into you've got to do self-care that's hugely important isn't it I think it's about you know we talk about work-life balance and I, I read something the other day which absolutely cracked me up but it's so true there's no such thing as balance because if there was all you'd want to do is say right nobody move I've got this, <laughs> this perfect balance between work and, and family so it's kind of recognizing that you're probably out of balance at any given time you know either either mm. too much family if that's that's not a bad thing but too much work or I'm not getting enough fitness or whatever mm. and just recognizing that you have to tip the balance back because because to your point Rach you've got to look after yourself yeah otherwise it all comes to I think it's the Polly's point though you say about having people you can just connect with quickly for a coffee and just this is how I'm feeling having that reset is, is hugely important isn't it yeah. it's okay to not be okay yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and tell someone that yeah. and I think if you've had that open dialogue with your manager and your team and you know these sorts of communities help you do that it's not a massive surprise to people people can watch out for you and you can all share yeah. kind of where, where you're at and what you need was it hard yeah. finding people to because especially because you're a leader Polly aren't you here at Cisco is trying to find who can you be but I didn't take yeah, vulnerable I think, to. Yeah, there's the, yeah, absolutely. I look at it from both perspectives. I think, you know, on a personal level, I've, as we said in the introductions, been at Cisco for a decent length of time. So I do have a good network of friends. Um, you know, I have a good network of, of, of female friends that are also mums. So that helps. But not everyone has that. Um, and I think um, this is why the back to business uh, community is so important because as a leader in the business and um, when I have someone in my team in this scenario it's it's being knowing that there's a community there to point them towards um, and helping them work out how they can access the resources that are being yeah. pulled together mm-hmm. we didn't have this going back a few years this wasn't in place when I came back from maternity leave the first time and when I've managed people a few years ago that were coming back to business um, but we have it in place now so it's you know part of us getting together today is to to help drive that awareness isn't yeah. it so that mm. so that leaders and individuals can know that there is a community there so if you don't naturally have those network of people in the company then you know there is a community of people that really understand what you're going through and are there to help each other out so mm. it's a sort of an open door of people that are, 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 are have got a yeah. vested interest in this yeah. absolutely I just think we have to be you know we are um, a hugely flexible organization and people work remotely and that's a massive consideration as well because it's fantastic benefit that Cisco enables us to, to work wherever and work wherever suits us to do our job you know in the best way but that also means that sometimes people can struggle with feeling isolated and at difficult times you need to have a community that you can reach out to whether that be virtual or how, you know or physical how hard is it because it's great because there's people in this who are very passionate about this and you've done a lot of work in this as well leading this rachel is how if, if somebody's listening to this going they haven't got the, they they don't work at cisco because obviously everyone lots of people listen to this podcast is that how hard is it to get this up and running to get something like this, like a bit of, it feels like a groundswell. It started off with a groundswell. Is it? Is it? Is that a hard thing to do, or is it? Do you know, is just find a bunch of like-minded people and go and speak to you. I think. I think that's the start. But I think there is, if this is going to be successful and help people, there's a lot of thought and a lot of work and a lot of um, support that needs to happen within an organisation. Cisco want to be committed and and make sure that it it works for people. But I do think absolutely is a first step. You know, if you're in an organisation where you don't necessarily have it, you know, an opportunity um, to reach out and share and be available to colleagues is really, really helpful. And that is 
definitely the first start. We're looking as, as back to business as it develops, you know, we're doing additional resources and, you know, kind of ebooks and making sure people are aware of benefits. So there's some more kind of practical tools and, and things that are coming as we develop the, uh, the platform. But I think, yeah, at its core, it's about people connecting with people and really helping by sharing stories, helping to give each other a virtual cuddle or whatever the right phrase yeah. is to say like I said it, it's okay not to be okay and we're, we're in this together and today might be a bad day but tomorrow we can work it out and it's going to be a better day you know brilliant so John what's it um you mean you, you've mentioned that you're a dad coming back and, and after after having two children so you mean is it just the two weeks and then you're, you're back into the swing of things you've you're up to date with work and and, and everything's and everything's go, great right? <laughs> yeah I, I actually had a had a great bit of advice and it and it you know it was pre-advice and then it, it came true and that is you know, having the baby and then the two weeks paternity, that's not your finish line, right? So you're now a dad and, and you're a husband and after the two weeks, you're, you're back in work again, or at least I was, that was, we, we had quite a traditional shared leave. So you, you've, you've got to, and I don't think there's a, a definite answer to how you handle your lives moving forward. It, it's ever changing. You know, a lot of people with kids talk about everything's a phase, you know, pre-weaning, weaning, getting ill, you know, get, uh, the months coming up for school. So throughout all of that, things are changing. So I, I, think, I think what you've got to be thinking is, I can't fix this completely. You know, it, it doesn't have to be perfect. Is it just get used to it? <laughs> get, get, get used to it, but also don't, don't um, get the enormity of, I've got to make this perfect, right? Mm. So, so check in with your wife, check in with your manager. If things need to change because... You know, for me, my wife went back to work. That means I need to share some of some of the pickup and drop mm. off to nursery, for example. That's a different phase when my wife is on maternity. Now we've just got our older child going to school, and then we're going to have the younger one at nursery. So you're in this constant flux of change, I suppose. Um, so just recognise that, and and you know, try and help reach out to your network, or indeed coach your manager on. Look, my life might change a little bit here, and, and I'm going to need some flexibility or whatever yeah. it might be. Well, so Polly, from your, so going back for, for, for the two times you've, you've come back to work, what are, the, what are the things that you would say were the big call outs for you? Yeah, so um, for me, I think um, I, I mentioned, you know, anything over a, a few weeks is a long time out of the business reality. Certainly if you're looking at sort of nine or 12 months. Um, for me, the first period of that time out, I needed to be completely focused on adjusting to life as a mother. Um, and I really didn't pay much attention to what was going on um, at work with colleagues I might still be in contact with. Um, but actually planning some um, keeping in touch days was something that really helped me. So um, as a Cisco benefit, you are entitled to a number of, of keeping in touch days. Um, and they don't have to be pre-planned. Um, for me, it was, I kind of felt like I, the first six months I was very focused on being a mother. And then as I sort of came out of the first six months and into the second half of my uh, leave, I felt like I wanted to tune back into the business a little bit more mm. because the thought of just landing day one, having been out for a year, was actually quite scary because I, I felt like I wanted to know a little bit of what was going on, what role I might come back into. Other people don't feel that way. They want to have nothing to do with it until they return and that's fine. But for me, I, I wanted to have a sense of what I was coming back to. Uh, and those keeping touch days are, are a tool that you can use to do that. So I, you know, I kind of met with my manager maybe sort of seven or eight months into maternity leave. Then I 
joined one of the team meetings and I use those keep in touch days just to ramp up my kind of um, tuning back into the, the, the company um, and that really helped because when I came back day one it wasn't a, a you know a, a fresh start so to speak um, I think the other thing that's really important is setting boundaries um, for yourself um, on a number of fronts. So when you come back, you need to be clear with the people around you, your team members, your manager, um, what your boundaries are. And they can be very physical things like I need to leave the office by five to be able to get home to pick mm. my son up from nursery, for example. Um, it might be on Tuesdays, I can't do uh, a call or a meeting until 9.30 or whatever they may be they're different for the individuals yeah. but you need to work out what your working hours are going to be and be very clear with that and and often you know it's a it's hard for other people to retain your sort of boundaries in their mind or your so you, perspective yeah exactly so I think you do need to do practical things like you need to put that stuff in your in your diary and not be shy to call it out when mm -hmm. something's come in that actually you can't do because of, of childcare for example um, so I think it's important to, to have those boundaries and, and vocalise them and you also need them for yourself uh, and for your family so you need to have that conversation with you know your your husband or your partner whoever you may have at home um, to, to talk around you know what does good look like for us in this scenario Mm. And, and and be able to call out when you've crossed over because you know I, I've sort of said second time around I'll always be back for bath time where possible and actually um, moving into a new role within a few months of coming back and my, my roles expanded um, I was you know slowly just kind of coming back a little bit later each day and actually you know my other half called it out and said you know you said that was going to be important what's changed and nothing's changed it is still important and all it takes me now is just it's just that reminder that actually nothing's gonna it's nothing's fluid, gonna go it? wrong if I if I leave now if I have to do something I can always do it after the kids have gone to bed so mm. those boundaries um, are something that you might not know what they need to be uh, uh, you know when you before you're back but once you're back you need to be quite clear on them mm. I would say and especially with your manager, I think is is again coaching because I remember when when the lady came back to my email, I said like you need to tell me, but only because I was coached by a lady who come back to come back to to work as well was that these are the time tell me blanket out in your diary when can you when can you do calls when can't you do calls mm -hmm. or when can't you do meetings when you can't do meetings and then keep them blank in I your think diary. that's the point, isn't it? I mean, I, it's interesting what you said about keeping in touch days. Uh, my wife knew Cisco had them, and she took that to her work and said, "Is this something we could do?" And they might have said no, but actually... They said but they're yes, not hard, though, are they? It's just, if you want to come back to work, I think the nice thing about Cisco is that you get them, they'll actually honour it and say, you were working that day and we'll pay you for it. I think if I was running a small business and somebody said, oh, I want to come back to, I want to come back and just say hello and hang around the office or, or just say hello to her or just see how where things are going... It makes Easy. business sense yeah, it does. Uh, because you're more likely to retain that individual, and that's a t that's everyone that's in an organisation is an asset to that organisation. We want mm. to retain that. It, there's no business sense in 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 replacing somebody who has the knowledge and experience in an organisation. We yeah. want people to be successful in coming back to the business. So yeah. anything an organisation can do makes sense. Yeah. And I think we were we were talking earlier, weren't we? One of the most important things is that experience the individual has with their line manager. I think that's the thing that needs to be focused on yeah and i think as you've said you know you were very clear about putting things in your diary about bath time or you can't answer a call and it's really important that leaders within our organization do that because then other people see that it's okay to say i can't do it because i've got to pick the kids up at this time and i think that breeds a culture of being you know it's okay to say that as long as you're setting the right expectations mm. you know you're delivering on your role and everything else um, i also think that that's a really nice thing you just said about retaining talent because 
I think when you come back as a returning parent, you often feel, you know, your confidence is affected, you question your capability, you know, you're just a different person. But I think you just have to really remember that you're, you know, you're an asset to the organisation, you're coming back in with a fresh pair of eyes, but you've also got all the knowledge of the organisation. So as managers, we need to kind of nurture that within people and make sure that we're kind of making people, giving people the opportunity to thrive rather than, you know, letting them struggle. So what what coaching tips from, from you in the room for for managers because they, 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 I feel there was a real miss something was missing so a groundswell happened to fill that void mm-hmm. of what was needed for people by the people who were needed that support mm-hmm. which is great however we've there's been a running theme through this is your line manager your yeah. line manager has yeah. been a, has been a phrase has been used through this a lot so I think what are the things that if you I don't know three five I don't know what are the things you think I think a couple just for me, and I'll let the the other guys um, comment as well, but I think, um, you know, maternity is typically planned. So as a manager, think about the plan for before someone goes. And that can be really simple things about, you know, how do you think you would like to be communicated with? What sort of information do you want to receive? Polly said that she wanted to have kind of no contact for six months. Brilliant. If it's 12 months, fine. But, you know, some people are very different. If there's a big project that someone's been engaged in, you know, let them know how it's going if if that's important to them. So think about it and and kind of think about, get them to start thinking about how would you want it to look when you come back. So people kind of in the right mindset. And then I think, again, when someone comes back, as you know, as Polly talked about, helping them understand and set boundaries, make sure that you have things like regular one to ones in, you know, might be a 10 minute check in for the first few weeks. And then you have some kind of consistent monthly one to ones with a structure, you know, where do you want to be in a month or so's time and helping them be realistic about what they can achieve and how they can get settled into the organisation. Yeah, it's, it's that you can formalise it, but it, it, it's the awareness mm. and, and true awareness, not not that sort of it's a finish line after two weeks or after maternity leave, it's done. You know, it's that constant awareness. I think that's the bit that was the constant reminder. And I think as a per, as a person who's as as a, as a manager at Cisco, manager at Cisco, I need reminding. I need reminding on a regular basis that I have someone in my team who's still in that period of coming back to business, and and I forget, and, and I'm the can, worst for it. But it can on the other side, it can feel quite hard to always have to be doing the reminding. Yeah, you feel like you're using your kids as an excuse the whole time. You feel like the other person going, "Sorry, I can't do that because of the kids," and you're, you're you feel like you're having to apologise all the time. Actually, so I think you've just got to get to that place with your manager quite quickly, where you just you don't feel guilty doing the reminding and and the manager is comfortable having it called out oh, i love i tell you what i'm really happy <laughs> when i'm reminded i need reminding yeah yeah just because i forget stuff and, and i'm like a human like everybody else but it's the bit of afterwards of going oh no and, well, and put, put it in your own calendar that's the bit i just in my head when you talk about putting calendar going yeah i want that in my diary because yeah. my diary runs my life and i think it's and to your point i think the main thing the awareness is key and it's ongoing awareness yeah. um, and then the way that you kind of keep that front of mind so that you don't need the the, the reminders in my mind is that is that schedule the check-ins schedule the sync ups it might be weekly for the first couple of months then be monthly thereafter but when you have that locked into your diary it's creating the space to have the conversation. But the bit about is, because uh, I'm getting to take my personal experience is, I've been doing that, but I've not been talking about the right things. Okay. 
And that's the bit. If yeah. you can put the reminders in, but going, we are not going to talk about work today. Mm. We're not talking about the business stuff. We're going to talk about you and how are you getting on and how are you dealing with it? What what is there anything missing mm. that I'm not giving you? Do, what do I need reminding of? I think there needs to be that very specific thing of you're talking about you being back to business, not necessarily the business. Yeah, that, that's just my my thoughts. What? Yeah. Yeah, and I think you have to have a you know an established relationship to be able to do that, and that's yeah. why you obviously need to bring other people into that conversation and try and make sure that you're understanding some of the things that they may have that okay. are challenges, so you kind of know which are the questions to ask. Um, but I think the other part that we've, we have talked about is you know making sure that you're looking after yourself, be conscious of it, um, and you know mm. use the time that you have, like commuting and things like that, just to have a bit of space. You know sometimes mm. that. 45 minutes on the train is heavenly to listen to a podcast obviously the UK and I podcast Cisco <laughs> or, or something uh, but you know or read a book or just take five minutes just to kind of have a deep breath because it's okay to be a good enough parent and we're all kind of doing a good job um, and um, and there is a team to, to try and help you support it and, and help you within the organisation. So Rachel you mean you're, you're the, the expert in the room or well one of the three experts in the room um, where do you so if you're going to summarise this up now, what are the things that we need to, to be aware of? Well, I think I'd just ask really um, and kind of thank you everyone for, for your time in terms of having this discussion. I think from a, for Cisco people, I'd just really ask that, you know, we have a website and I'll share all of those notes with people so people can access it. If you're a manager, please make sure that you're aware ask people to use the resources, access the resources yourself and enter into the conversation. If there's things that you would like to see, if there's resources and tools that will be helpful, you know, please do that um, and, and give us some feedback because then we can make it better and make it more accessible for you. Um, for people outside of Cisco, um, you know, understand if these types of um, communities exist. If not, maybe that's a conversation you can have within your own organisation and really happy for people to, to reach out to us and, and understand what we're doing and we can share some of those best practices well thank you Rachel for uh, organizing this today and, uh, <laughs> and give, <laughs> giving me the nudge <laughs> to, to make sure we talk about back to business um, thank you Polly and thank you John for joining us today and uh, thanks very much for the listeners for listening we'll uh, post links on the blog post that goes with this as well so if you need to get any more information about this you can as well so uh, thanks very much for listening thank you very thank much you. thank you